1: in these chaotic times many people are talking about a loss of confidence in being able to create a life of success and value in the next hour we'll hear from people who have faced challenges in their lives and thrived welcome to louise cohen's changing obstacles into new possibilities in her program she will also help you work on a different strategy for success each week and now here's your host louise cohen
2: well good afternoon everyone i'm so pleased to be back with you again This is Louise Cohen coming to you from VoiceAmerica.com, Internet Radio, on the Variety Channel, as you already know. I am really excited about my inspiring guest today, Chris Herrera, because I know he is going to be offering some wonderful information about my theme for today. Can you accept yourself just the way you are and succeed? I will also be sharing some strategies that I use to help clients overcome these obstacles. In last week's show, I spent some time explaining my plans for the format of the show since it was the first series. You can download last week's show from the media library to hear the details, and it's also available on iTunes now. Today's show is a subject that I think is at the core of our possibilities for success or failure. I explained in last week's show that I have a passion for wanting as many people as possible to realize their treasures within. These are the innate strengths and gifts that were given to us by our highest source when we started our life journey. You don't have to any particular belief or spiritual path to experience these gifts. These treasures are available to you at all the time, but they often become buried because of experiences of failure and difficulty. This is an issue that often comes up with clients and patients. They come into therapy or coaching because they feel their challenges are insurmountable. Often what is at the core of their problems, I find, is that they have lost faith in their own abilities. They start to put their energies into wishing their life or abilities could be different. They often give examples of other people who have achieved success. This is a kind of comfort when you're uh, looking over the fence at somebody else's life. The problem with that is that you're wasting energy because you should be dreaming about your own life And, uh, practicing the skills that will help you accomplish those dreams. So, the first step in this question today to accept yourself, who you are, and where you are right now is the issue. Uh, you, you would just have to know that what your life, where your life is now and what's happening in it is what, is what you have to work with. I encourage my clients to become friends with the parts of themselves that they feel they have to hide from the world and especially from themselves. While you may think these parts are unworthy of being loved or respected, they are your foundation and your jumping-off point to get you to a new place. It would be great if we could jump over the parts of ourselves that we don't like, but those parts are going to come with us no matter where we go. The sooner you face your qualities as they are and make friends with them, the sooner you'll be able to change them. In my new book, Changing Obstacles into New Possibilities, I include many inspiring quotes because I think quotes are an easy way to remind yourself what you need to do to accomplish change. This is a quote from Clark Moustakas. I think it goes right to the core of what we're going to talk about. Accept everything about yourself. I mean everything. You are you, and that is the beginning and the end. No apologies, no regrets. What I realize with my clients and even with myself sometimes is that so much of our strength and creative energy is blocked off by our negative self-judgments. If we can let go of our self-judgments, we can start to objectively assess our strengths and liabilities, and then we can get a clearer picture of what we need to do to accomplish our goals. Sometimes I see clients who are trying to overcome challenges, but they seem paralyzed. They don't want to make a move. They say, well, let me wait. What I really see is that they're waiting to become more perfect, more lovable, and more intelligent. And again, that is wasting time. Uh, in each show, I'm going to suggest a strategy to work on for a skill. So the skill to practice this week is uh, today about today's question. Can I accept myself just the way I am? Your answer to practicing this is the following exercise. It's called, what do I have to offer right now? What do you have to offer right now? Every time you experience a delay, a disappointment, or a feeling of hopelessness, you ask yourself, what do I have to offer right now? In this situation currently, what is the information and the abilities I have available to me right now to deal with this issue? Don't waste time feeling sorry for yourself or wishing the situation was different. Just assess the situation, gather the information, make a choice, and act. Even if the action turns out to be a mistake, you can learn something for your next efforts. Uh, what I've found is that if you continue to practice your skills over and over, over time, you're going to also realize that you have great value. I'll be happy to answer questions from my listeners about this uh, later in the show. But before I uh, get calls from my audience, I want to introduce my guest, Chris Herrera. I I wanted to, before we do that, though, I wanted to share another thought-provoking quote that I featured in my newsletter by Henry Emerson Fosdick. This beautiful quote is the perfect introduction for my inspirational guest. The quote goes like this. Rebellion against your handicaps gets you nowhere. Self pity gets you nowhere. One must have the adventurous daring to accept oneself as a bundle of possibilities and undertake the most interesting game in the world, making the most of one's best. Well, I am so happy to welcome to our show Chris Herrera. Chris, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, no problem, Louisa.
3: How are you doing today?
2: Oh, just great. You know, before we get into talking to Chris and learning so much wisdom that he has to offer us, I wanted to give you a little uh, about who Chris is. Chris Herrera is a musician, composer, and motivational speaker who was born a dystrophic dwarf. He lost the use of his legs to spinal stenosis and needs crutches to move through life. He started playing the piano at age three, if you can imagine. His parents knew there were many things their son couldn't do growing up, so they found something he could do and excelled doing doing it. He released his first CD of original compositions in September of 2010. Chris was also the subject of a documentary called Composed. It describes Chris's world, including the 21 surgeries he had over the years. The film shows how Chris's strong upbringing helped him overcome the many obstacles he faced in his life. Composed has been screened at numerous film festivals throughout 2011. Chris has also begun to share his views of life as a motivational speaker. He is getting rave reviews from teenage, audience, teenage audiences to business people in the corporate world. Chris is also becoming a media favorite recently appearing on the Rosie O'Donnell Show. Well, Chris, welcome again.
3: Well, thank you very much for having me. Thank when, you so much. You know,
2: when I first met Chris, he was giving a presentation at a brunch for a large business organization in a suburb of Chicago. Chris, I have to say, it was just fascinating. The These, uh, cons- I guess would say, conservative businessmen and women were sitting on the edge of their chair wanting to listen to every word. So, uh, you know, I feel you're a living example of changing obstacles into new possibilities. Would you be willing to tell my listeners more about your compelling story? Oh, very much so. Very much so.
3: Um, you know, it's just, I, I, I don't, it's like, you know, like you say, and like you said with, you, with, before leading into me is um, I have no boundaries. You know, you, 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 you let life lead you or guide you, but you are actually still the director and controller of your own life. So I don't have any boundaries. You know, I don't sit there and I sit uh, say, oh, you know, I'd love to do this, but because of my disability or because I'm not tall enough, I can't do it. Right. You know, it's everything is about trying it. You know, you don't know what happens until you try it. If it's not going to harm me physically, I'm going to give it a whirl. Wow. That's that's
2: fantastic. What an example.
3: (laughs) Well, it just is. I, I believe a lot that, you know, we as people, we only have one life. We're not coming around for, you know, at least, you know, At least for my own beliefs, we're not. I'm not coming around for round two. So you know, you you gotta you gotta make it. You know, people that oh I'll get it done or or, oh I'll do it when I'm older or younger or whatever. You know, more financially, those days may never ever come.
2: You right, right. And
3: so I always am a person that tries to seize the day, seize the time. go for it you know i don't try to always i always tell people and it's kind of funny as i just always tell them if you keep walking down the street always looking behind you sooner or later you're going to run to a pole or a wall
2: (laughs) i love that you know i mean always keep forward
3: you always keep moving forward
2: right that's that's great well you know chris um I wish that my listeners could hear your beautiful music. I'm sorry that they can't hear it today. I heard it It with such joy at the presentation. So my question is, where do you get inspiration to write your beautiful compositions?
3: Well, I mean, first, actually, um, all of your listeners, um, you know, after the show can definitely go up to my website, chrisarrera.com, and actually and on iTunes, um, where on my website we do have um, a lot of video. Of me doing stuff on different media events. So Wonderful. the listeners could actually be able to watch and hear me play.
2: Spell that for them, Chris.
3: Um, it would be a C as in you know, Chris, C H R I S, mm-hmm. and my last name is Herrera, and that's E as in Edward, R R, E as in Edward r a as an apple Great. dot com.
2: Okay, so and so
3: yes, we have all of like the video when I was on the Rosie Show and um, you know ABC and Fox and stuff like that. So there is um, there are a few clips of me performing and um, you know a little bit of samples to give out um, for people to just check out my music.
2: Wonderful, wonderful. I am so glad because I do want them to hear you, beautiful. So so Kim, where did you get the inspiration uh, to to create? I mean, where does that come from? It's such a special. Yeah. Well, you know. It's, it's kind of
3: the same way with anybody. It's like I always, with my motivational speaking that I always sit there and talk about is I always tell people it. every... Okay. Oh, okay, um, alright. Um I guess I, we,
2: have like we have a caller. We have a caller. Let's, let's, uh, we're gonna, you know, take these calls because I think people are really interested and we'll continue with your wonderful information. Okay. So welcome. What's your name? Hi. Hi.
0: Um I'm so sorry you interrupted that. I, I was so interested in continuing hearing. Oh, oh, okay. Well, uh, shall we
2: let him continue with that and then you can ask your question or did you want to ask a question now? I would rather listen and then ask. Okay, great. Well, Chris, continue then with uh, your beautiful uh, inspiration on, uh, you know, how you create your music.
3: Well, I mean, the, the first thing, you know, you know, music is a feeling. You know, everybody, I always tell people, especially for all of, like, all of my speeches and all of my um, presentations I do, I, I, I let everybody know that, you know, I ask actually everybody, I'm like, who knows, you know, what kind of talent, or who knows what their talent is? And it's kind of an interesting question because you kind of see the looks on people's faces. Because, you know, people don't. People always consider a talent is either you're an artist, a painter, a sculptor, a musician, a cook, you know, Mm -hmm, something mm -hmm. like on the artsy side or of the creative side. And I always tell people, you know, talent is, everybody has a talent. It's up to us as individuals to find our talent. I mean, nothing is ever given, you Mm -hmm, know. mm -hmm. I mean, everybody, everybody on this planet has a talent. If you don't want to find your talent, that's I mean that's fine with me. I feel bad for you, but I think it's us as humans as, as humankind is to find our talent.
0: Wow. And I always
3: explain that talent is what a talent is something that comes physically or really perfectly natural where you really don't have to think about it. Wow. It just comes. Well, you know, people can crochet like a son of a gun. You know what I mean? And not even think. Talk about, talk to ten different people at the same time. I mean, me, I'd probably make four knots and probably pierce my fingers. You know, <laughs> you, you, anything, anything that comes natural. And so a lot of people have asked, you know, like, how do you get your inspiration? You know, how do you write? Honestly, I can't exactly explain a hundred percent of how do I write it because I mean a lot of it really does come from my soul.
0: Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean
3: visually, as I walk, you know, as I as I live my days and you know wow. every day, visually I will come up with visual concepts. Mm, you know, exactly. like if I'm sitting in a park and it looks really pretty, I, my brain will automatically take that visual experience and start throwing it, throwing musical notes and on top. And it just comes, well. you know. Well and it's so, amazing
2: Chris that you started so young. So I guess, you know, this You is- know, and I owe that all to my parents. At 3, I really
3: didn't have any kind of knowledge or uh, any kind of power at, you know, at, or sit to say, "Hey, you know what? I want to play the piano today."
2: Right.
3: Okay. <laughs> you know, and I owe that all to my parents. I owe that all to them. You know, they saw like, you know, like um, you know, you you, you spoke before, you know, they didn't they knew I was not going to be a basketball player. They knew I was not okay. going to be in and um in sports. Um, or major organized sports. So they wanted something that I could rally around to show my individualness. You know, instead of people walking around saying, oh, look at the short guy, or oh, look at the person on crutches, Mm -hmm. now people can say, look at the the wonderful pianist, Mm -hmm. or look at the, you know, hey, Mm -hmm. that guy writes really beautiful music. It totally, you know, my music has transcended me as my image. Mm -hmm. So people who know me don't look at me as a little person, they look at me as a pianist.
2: Wow. And, you know, I think the, the message that you gave is that certainly your parents noticed that and made a commitment to help you nurture that. But I think that's important for everybody. Uh, they may have uh, special gifts, and they also need people to help them. Uh, have that blossom. And it sounds mm-hmm. like that really worked for you and your parents. It, were... it
3: really did. I mean, I mean, it was a. It, I guess if you want to say in some way or another, it was a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. But yes, people do need to really look within their souls, look within inside them. What comes natural, you know, what comes natural and easy with not a lot of effort. Not saying that it wasn't a lot of effort practicing and studying and learning and the whole mm-hmm. nine yards. Oh yes. But at the end of the day. It's still people, you know, when people like, of course, like your question, how do you write? I, when you can't answer it, you know, it's a talent. You know, right. how many, How do you tell a basketball player, how did you make that fabulous jump shot? It comes natural. Right. You know, they, right. you can't explain what's natural. And that is the talent. That is the trick. So I don't, unfortunately, have the absolute best answer for you of how I write. It's basically all life experiences, you know. Well, and that's,
2: of course... What I think is inspiring to our audience is, uh, is that it's, it's a kind of mystery, and, and you're talking about, uh, these qualities that you begin to experience in yourself, and, and then you make the choice to, to nurture them and put them out into the world for other people. So it is a kind of great mystery, I think. Um, and it and, is,
3: and, and being a musician, you know, uh, not even that, being an artist, um, just like you said, you know, we, we, we create our works of art, and then we, Give it to the world. And so, you know, as an artist, most of the time we wear our hearts on our sleeves. And, um, you know, it's very, it's very humbling, but it's very exposing at the mm-hmm. same time once mm-hmm. you release your artwork. Because, if right. you think about it, it comes from my heart or my inside. So I don't know any better. I mean, I enjoy it, but, you know, music is a lot like food just because um, you know, and I always use that analogy is music exactly like food. You know, you can't make people like all kinds of music. You can't make them. It's mm-hmm. either you like it or you don't. It's kind of like I always say, hey, you know, I'm not a big asparagus fan, but that doesn't mean asparagus is a bad food. Right, <laughs> right. You know, there could be 10 people next to me that love it or 10 pe- people to the right of me that hate it, but that still makes it a very edible food. The Same thing with music, just because I don't like it or the person next to me doesn't care for it, does not
2: mean it's bad. So it's almost the open-ended point where you... Chris, oh, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to break for a bit. I'm so excited about hearing the rest of it, and our caller is hanging there. So we're going to take a short break and be back with uh, Chris Herrera. Thank
1: you. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Louise Cohen's new book, Changing Obstacles into New Possibilities, Strategies for Achieving Life Success and Satisfaction, gives us hope again that we can find our way out of the confusion and challenges of today's chaotic life. She shows you how to start getting a new sense of power back in your life by using inspirational quotes and practical skills to deal with your obstacles in new ways. You can order her book in paperback or Kindle edition at Amazon.com or on her website, www.positiveattitudecoaching.com. You can also order from her website her recent book that she co-authored with Deepak Chopra and Jack Canfield called Stepping Stones to Success. Experts share strategies for mastering business, life, and relationships. Be sure to visit positiveattitudecoaching.com today. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio voiceamerica.com You are listening to Louise Cohen's Changing Obstacles Into New Possibilities To connect with Louise or her guests this week please call 1-866-472-5788 It's toll free 1-866-472-5788 Now, back to the show
2: well, welcome back. I am so happy to, uh, be, uh, welcoming my guest, Chris Herrera, uh, composer, musician, and motivational speaker. And Chris, I thought maybe since we had our, uh, listener hanging there, maybe we could, uh, let her introduce herself and ask a question.
0: Oh, so, by all means.
2: Uh, hi, listener. We want to, uh, connect with us?
0: Yes, definitely. Hello. Hello. You have so inspired me, and um, thank you so much for acknowledging your parents. Um, Well, thank you. uh, I feel the same way. And also, Louise, thank you for this format. It's incredible. Oh, I'm glad. I hope
2: it will be helpful. I hope people will realize their treasures within, which is my goal.
0: I can see that, and uh you can count on me as a regular listener. Well, thank um, you so much. One of the questions, Chris, you yes. mentioned you started at a very young age. The reason I say that is um, my tuning in to what you call a natural talent didn't happen until my 50s, really, mm-hmm. actually realizing it and tuning into it. Um, how old were you when you tuned into your
3: talent? Oh, how old was I when I realized what I really had in front of me?
0: Exactly.
3: Um, I was about 17, 16. When I started really composing, um, yeah, I was about 16. When I, still, when I started really to write my own compositions and found the effects my own insides had on Total Perfect Strangers, Then I knew. I mean, I always knew I had a knack at it. You know, I always was the kid that could play all, you know, the piano stuff, you know, from Mozart to Beethoven on down. But... I really didn't realize that there was an actual, well, I I didn't realize the talent I had to control people's, you know, emotions. And that's the trick of for me for music is that I love the most is being able to capture somebody's emotions and control it through my music. And I didn't really know that until about 16 or 17. And, you know, like I was saying before, it doesn't matter your age. You actually got, you found it. You know, you found your talent. It doesn't matter how old you are. Ninety-nine percent of the battle's done now.
0: That's fantastic. Yes, yes. absolutely. Cool. It's. Uh, I'm at a point in my life where, if it gets any better, <laughs> I don't know what I'll do with it. Hey, that's
3: not a bad thing today. That is not Pardon a bad me? thing to be. Able, that is not a bad thing to abs- to be able to say today.
0: Oh, it's 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 fantastic. It's so uh, calming and so natural. When you mentioned it was natural. Um, that resonated with me. Well,
2: that is so beautiful. Thank you so much. Well, we've got so much more to hear from Chris. I know you're going to want to hear it. So thank you so much for calling, and hang hang on and continue with the show. Thank Thank you, Louise. Thank you so much. I'll be here. Great. Oh, thank
3: you. You have a great day. Thank you.
2: Well, you know, Chris, uh, one of the things I I really um, wanted to talk about, because I know that um, it's got to be, pretty difficult uh, to break into the competitive music industry. Um, so I think you probably have some great information for our listeners, whether they're breaking into the competitive industries or the music industry or whatever, how they can start to accomplish what seems to be impossible goals. What are some of the things that you can share with them to help them start to, uh, you know, conquer those impossible goals? hmm Well, you know, and, and you are very correct.
3: Uh, you are very correct, Luis. Um, it is, you know, especially the music industry. It's a very, it's a very competitive. It's very, and you know, it's very media driven, unfortunately, now that it's become today.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you
3: know, you have like with The Voice, you have American Idol, you have America's Got Talent, oh, you got right. everything else that is very um, pushed in your face almost is the, is the way of saying it. You know, it's, it's, it's on network. You know, it, it, they have this kind of a pomp and circumstance, almost a circus kind of mentality. Um, you know, you look at it, and, and I look at it in a very different way. I don't look the music industry or any kind of challenge industry as being cool. You know, I mean, I don't run around, or I don't think, okay, I'm a musician. I'm doing that to get this girl or to be this kind of status or this and that you know i do it because personally i tell people i've got a massive curse that it just unfortunately will not leave me alone (laughs) um but it's a business you know if you go in with the concept all the way down to sports it's a business Mm
2: -hmm.
3: you know if you start looking at it as strictly a business it doesn't the the task isn't as daunting
0: Mm -hmm. okay
3: you know like for instance i'll take it to myself as being a musician you know you could say oh i want to be on stage i want to be on mtv i want all the people screaming and hollering my name i you know i want my private jet you know all of the things that mtv has has definitely put into our uh, our frame of mind of what it's like to be a musician but really that is so far from the real truth Real days are long hours in a recording mm-hmm. studio where mm-hmm. you're yelling at everybody, practicing up in all these different kinds of times and stuff like that, running around, spending tons and tons of money, you know, late nights on a plane, long nights coming uh-huh. home in a car, the, the, the hard days. And I always revert that, revert that back to saying is, is it's a business. You know, what I'm doing is I'm developing a product. My product is my music. Even though it comes naturally or it comes from my heart, it's still a product. Mm-hmm. So what I always try to do is how, I always try to put myself into how does everybody know Crest or Tide? How, how does everybody know this? How does everybody know about these products? Cause it's no different, ah. you know, it's no different mm-hmm. than if I'm selling XYZ Gidget, Crest, uh, you know uh, Kellogg's cereal. Uh-huh. How do I That's get the world mm-hmm. to know about me?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Because instead of always sitting there going, "Oh, I'm going to be a musician. I'm going to be a rock star. I'm going to be cool," you get very tout- you get very your mind gets very cluttered. Mm-hmm. It's very very clouded by American media. In it, <laughs> you know, in that that angle. So how mm-hmm. I went about it is, I decided that you know I'm going to write music that I like. I'm not going to write like what I hear on the radio because what if you've already heard it, it's already been done. You can't copy anybody because that person, if they want to hear that style of music, they're going to go to the originator of that music. If I want to hear a band that sounds like the Eagles, I'm not going to go find somebody that sounds like the Eagles. I'm going to go pick up a, an album of the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So following what you hear, it's already, it's already it, that style's already passed. That's why a lot of ours, oh, you know, I'm trying to sound like this band or this artist or this. You're not supposed to sound like anybody. You're supposed to sound like you. You're supposed to be the individual. Be unique. Being unique in anything in this world is the way to stand out. And as we know in a marketing standpoint, standing out is good. It puts your feet on the ground.
2: It It sounds like what you're saying is uh, really what uh, the theme of the show today is um, can you accept yourself just where you are? Where are you today? What What are your talents today? And and then how can you nurture that? I mean, it's correct. it's not imagining, which as I said earlier, about looking on the other side of the fence and wishing you were somebody else. It's exactly you're 100% what you're saying. Correct on that. You
3: know, yeah. You don't... So,
2: it, but what I also hear, Chris, which I think is really important for anybody who is. Has got a dream out there, and you know wants to uh, go for that dream. Is that there's the dream, but there's also the hard work, yes. and and there's also the, the the reality of being on the buses and getting home late at night, and and so you know even in a creative field, which I think sometimes when we're in Practical fields, we think we have to go to work every day and we have the mm-hmm. stuff we have to do. I think sometimes people imagine if you're in a creative field, it's, oh, it's it's just all excitement. Oh, it's easy. oh yeah, your life is wonderful. You know, you're, <laughs> it's easy. I wish I was
3: like, you know, it's always, and I always, it's kind of funny when you were opening up the show, I always call those people that uh, wish they were somebody else, I always call those people greeners.
2: Oh, greeners. Greeners, like, side it's always fence, right?
3: green on the other side of the <laughs> fence.
2: Yeah, greener on the other side of the fence. I
3: always call them greeners, right? You know, and I always tell people, and I tell students because I I do teach and stuff like that is believe in yourself. Don't listen to other people. When believe you, we all know what's good and not. It doesn't even matter if it's from cooking to painting to anything. We can see it. Our eyes are not going to lie to us. They're your own eyes.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Don't be biased within yourself and go. Well, you know, I mean, if, if you put, you know, you put chicken soup and chocolate together, I don't think that's going to taste good. I don't care who puts it. And just because you thought it would be good, I wouldn't be that, you know, biased to myself to where <laughs> it would. You know what I mean?
2: Look, uh, if you be like honest. it yourself, go for it. But don't, don't push it on anyone else. Right?
3: right. <laughs> you know, in in you got to be honest with yourself. That is the biggest thing. First, you have to be honest. You have to really look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm going to go and I want to do this. I'm going for it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to listen to the haters or the critics Mm -hmm. or people. You know, people like that that always um, downplay people, those are people that are jealous. When somebody goes, oh, you can't do that, that's because you thought it up first. They didn't, and now they're jealous that you came up with that. So the only logical thing in their mind is is to downplay you, so you don't go after your dreams because that person that's downplaying you was is, is too scared to go for theirs.
2: Mhm.
3: Mm-hmm. So the biggest thing is I always tell them, don't listen to anybody. Mhm.
2: Don't listen. You're saying be honest. Know that it's hard work.
3: It is very hard work. And,
2: and you know, but the hard work, it sounds like it is a really, uh, giving you some tremendous satisfaction. It does. Uh, <laughs> some
3: days, some days I just want to look myself in the mirror and go, wow, really? Really, yeah. Just, yep. Well,
2: you know, well, there you know was... I wanted to because um I spoke earlier about the fact that you were in a documentary called Composed.
3: Mm-hmm. What an
2: interesting experience that must have been.
3: That was a wonderful experience, you know. I mean, I I owe um you know, it was it was it was an interesting experience because of how it came about. You know, um I have to give um, much thanks to Renner Media for their financial support and you know um, being the executive producers of this um, of this documentary oh. if it wasn 't for Um, Debbie Renner and her corp and her company, we would not have, um, you know, been off the ground. It was definitely her financial backing and she, I, you know, she saw the talent within me. Did we really know it was going to be a full documentary from the beginning? No, not at all. You know, we kind of just looked at each other and just kind of talked and, you know, I was not, you know, this is a whole new step for me. I was like, you know, I don't know if I want a camera in my face all this time and I don't like cameras in general. Now I'm pretty numb to them. But it was a very, it was a very for the first couple weeks of that movie, it was very unnerving. It was very unnerving because I had a lot
2: of courage to do anything new like that. Well, yes, because
3: you really, you know, as as on camera, there is no forgiveness. You do something if it it if it's not edited out on the editing floor, it's there forever. You know, it's always and you know, I mean, you have to think. Well, oh, I didn't say that. Well, today people can just roll back film and anybody because everybody loves to videotape everybody, that's how YouTube is. (laughs) Um, It's now all documented. So you can't really get away going, oh, I didn't say that. Or hopefully they forgot about it. Because it's now, once it goes on a digital format video, it's there forever. And it's there forever to be archived. So people can come Mm -hmm. back and go and, 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 you know, it was just, I... I became very, very, you know, I, me and the director of the movie Charlie Rivkin always had discussions because he was like, you know, Chris, you're always too perfect. Mm-hmm. I need you more natural. Because mm-hmm. in my brain, I knew, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be, you know, this is going to be in a movie. Uh, I don't want people to come back and go, holy cow, you know, mm-hmm. you know I don't want to say something wrong. I was always trying to be very etiquately perfect
2: Mm -hmm. and not being
3: naturally Chris Herrera. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. And so it
3: was an interesting thing to kind of get over. It was getting over that, oh my goodness, you know, now it's always recorded. I mean, it it can come right back in my face. And then you get that, once you let that go and you're like, I don't care anymore. And it was just
2: easy. (laughs) Well, and it's, no. kind of, it's kind of like what uh, what this whole show is about, is can you accept and love yourself just the way you are? And, boy, and that puts it right in your face. Cause you, oh, you say it really it's does. And, forever, you know, and if you can't just love and accept yourself just the way you are, it's going to be, uh, you know, a stress all the time. So it sounds a like you're
3: able life. to do that. It's going to be a long life if you can't really truly right. love yourself. I always tell people, if you can look in the mirror and honest to God, smile back, back at the person you're looking at, and say... Every morning, I try to. I mean, there are days that I don't really do it, but there are days where I'll sit in the mirror and I'll look at myself, you know, getting ready and stuff and go, I like that man I'm looking at.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, that man I'm looking at is a good man.
2: You're and doing that, good. That's really, you know, there's so many wonderful teachers uh, that say that that is a tremendous way to start to learn to accept yourself. It's, it's, you of it's hard, right? But then you look in the mirror and you say, I like what I'm looking what I see in the yes. mirror. I like myself gotta, and just and the way And you got you can't just say it. You have to honestly
3: really believe right. it from your inside. Right. I really like the man I'm looking at. He's Great. a quality person. He's a good movement. You know, he's a good motivator in society. Mm-hmm. He's not a a detriment. He he's, you know, not a draw. He's a provider. You mm-hmm. know, it, it, I always look at it the angle of, you know, if you can't love yourself, you can never love anybody else. You can't because you don't know how to love. And the only per you know, the only person you truly know how to love the easiest and the truthfully the most is your own self.
2: Right. So you can't
3: really if you turn love off to your own self, how could you try to love someone else?
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's really that's really powerful. Uh I know we're probably gonna have to take a break soon, but okay. uh I when we come back I really uh since music was such a natural part of your life mm-hmm. Uh, it must be a very different experience and a lot of courage to start another career as a motivational speaker I mean what inspired you to take that new direction as I said we're probably going to have a break in a minute mm-hmm. but I-, I want us to uh, perhaps think about that because boy that is really uh, a new direction from um, your you know career and your love
3: of music It is a definitely different direction it always keeps I always say that you know you never know what tomorrow brings mm-hmm. you leave all your options option's open. You never right. know what you're going to do. Just because you think you're going to do this for the rest of your life, probably not going to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How many people change their jobs in the course of a lifetime? Many. So I always said, hey, I'll try anything once, and if it works out great, I'll do it again. And if it doesn't work out great, at least I know, you know, this is probably not my, this is not my calling. Mm-hmm. But if you never try, and you never try it, how do you know? And I feel that with people. People don't like to try things. They're always scared of the outcome. It's almost like people are more scared of actually succeeding. And everybody should try something. You never know if it works. I mean, I always tell people, people, everything we look at in life, everything we use today, from our television to our car to planes to everything, was somebody's passion Mm -hmm. and someone's dream. Mm -hmm. If Mm -hmm. those people didn't act on their passion or their dream... We would have nothing today.
2: Yeah, that's an interesting It's an interesting way to think about you know, it. Now, computers Absolutely. was, you know, um, Steve Jobs' vision. When he
3: started developing computers, did he think they were going to run our life? Maybe in his own brain. But right. people are kind of oh. looking at going, all right, what's this contraption we'll going to do Well, hold this
2: because we're going to take a break, and I want to okay. get back to that because I think it's a really interesting uh, point of view. We'll be taking a break in just a Alrighty. bit. All right.
1: Louise Cohen's new book, Changing Obstacles into New Possibilities, Strategies for Achieving Life Success and Satisfaction, gives us hope again that we can find our way out of the confusion and challenges of today's chaotic life. She shows you how to start getting a new sense of power back in your life by using inspirational quotes and practical skills to deal with your obstacles in new ways. You can order her book in paperback or Kindle edition at Amazon.com or on her website, www.positiveattitudecoaching.com. You can also order from her website her recent book that she co-authored with Deepak Chopra and Jack Canfield called Stepping Stones to Success, Experts Share Strategies for Mastering Business, Life, and Relationships. Be sure to visit positiveattitudecoaching.com today stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com you are listening to louise cohen's changing obstacles into new possibilities To connect with Louise or her guests this week, please call 1-866-472-5788. It's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show.
2: Well, welcome back, everyone. I hope that I'm certainly enjoying this tremendous um, time this this afternoon with Chris Herrera and... um, I, we started a, a discussion before the break that I, I was really kind of interested in hearing because Chris being a, uh, composer musician, uh, and that being such a natural part of his life, uh, such a joy and, but sounds like he's just always experimenting with something new and so I'd asked him, for any of you that may be tuning in now, how he ever went into the direction of starting a career as a motivational speaker. What, what a, what a, a totally different direction. So what's it been like, Chris, Uh you know, uh, trying that direction, trying to um, set up speaking engagements and, and get on you stage know, it, and talk to people that have nothing to do with music? You know, I, I certainly right. saw you when I was at that businessmen's meeting, businesswoman's meeting. So <laughs> what's it like?
3: You know, it. it, it it's kind of funny, is because like when um, people have start, you know, uh, close friends of mine, you know, know that I'm starting to doing speaking engagements. They, they, the first thing they looked at me, they're like, how can you speak in front of a few hundred people? What do you know what to say? And you know, honestly, to be, for really to be a performer. It's a natural progression. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. for personally, for me, I find it quite flattering that. People actually want to hear, mm-hmm. you know, I always tell, I, I always tell close people, I'm like, you know, it's kind of a lot of fun. I, I get to go up on stage and talk all about myself. <laughs> I mean, people actually get to listen to what, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm not getting told, shut up, Chris, you know, you got to, yeah. you know, no, it's, <laughs> it's people scary. are actually interested in what I want to say. <laughs> and the fun thing is, is that it's, they actually, it's as much as it's a very, it's a 180 in some ways, mm-hmm. in another way, they're right. Really, really, like, interlocked together. Mm
0: -hmm. Because at the end
3: of the day, being a musician, I'm still gonna perform on stage. I might not use my mouth to portray my thoughts Mm -hmm. or my feelings, Mm -hmm. but I'll use my music and my piano playing. So, being in front of people was really never an issue. You know, I mean, for me, it was just a different, it was just a different venue. Instead of sitting with my piano in front of me, I'm standing. Mm-hmm. Or you know, leaning on crutches but trying to stand. <laughs> you know, but the the fine thing, the fun thing about it is is exactly right. Is it, it's so humbling to have people actually listen, you know, or take my experiences and mm-hmm. for food for thought. You know, am I the right answer? No. Am I am I mm-hmm. the uh, the definitive answer? No. I'm just another person mm-hmm. on this earth trying to make it spin the correct way. You know, um, you know, I'm not the hear all, end all. I'm, I'm very, very flattered that people, like I said, you know, want to hear what I have to say. Um, I kind of find it somewhat comical because, I mean, you know, my parents and my family have heard. You know, I've been. You know, categorized as the as the talker of the talking family. Talking talk figure. for a
2: long time, huh?
3: <laughs> I always laugh. I always tell my parents. Actually, I laugh at my mom every now and then. I'm like, see, for all the times I'd get in trouble <laughs> in grade school for talking, I see. See now,
2: I'm, oh, now off. this is
3: my job is to talk. <laughs> oh, that's great,
2: that is great. And, that and is the great
3: thing is is another v- part of my motto is you don't know where life leads you if you just dig your heels in the sand and say, this is what I'm going to do and that's it. I'm going to be a window washer. Every day. You know, never think Mm -hmm. of anything else and that's all Mm -hmm. you're going to do and that's all you're going to think and that's all you're going to think. I mean, for some people, that's great. That's wonderful. But you know what? If you don't look around and you look around next to you going, hey, wait, where did that advertisement come from? Or, oh my goodness, somebody, instead of wanting me to wash windows, wants me to paint windows? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. if you don't think of it, or if, you, if somebody comes to you and asks, hey, you know, because, you know, everybody looks at everybody's life a little different because it's not them. You know, it's like uh, somebody's going to listen to my music totally different from the way I listen to it because it's their own ears. I don't have control of their ears. I can never say, you know, when we were approached with this going, you know, you really should start a public speaking circuit. And I was mm-hmm. just like, you know, I'm not the person that sits there and goes, oh, no, 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 I'm going to be a musician. I looked at it saying, okay. My strength is being my strength and identity is being a musician.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't want to lose that. So then, how can we t- how can we incorporate this new endeavor, mm-hmm. but still not lose my identity?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, like you, like anything else, I usually do. All right, let's modify it. You know, being a little person, being four foot two. You know, my life is all about. You know, I always say I'm living in the big person's world. So we have to adapt, we have to overcome, We have to you know everything has to be altered in some respects to, to to for today, and it's not a big deal. I mean, I don't know any different. I mean, it wasn't like I was six feet tall, and then the next and day that's I woke up right I mean, this, you know, this has in your life, tall.
2: and this is what you you've lived right. yes,
3: and and you know, you just adapt and you keep rolling and you mm-hmm. enjoy it. but you know, when I looked at it is the same way with my speaking. I just adapted it, okay, okay. how can we mix music and speaking? And get my point across Mm -hmm. both ways together. And, you know, I always looked at it as, I'm going to give it a try. You know, failure is success. The Mm -hmm. only people in the world that really, really get true success, they've had to fail. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Everybody
3: fails. And if you can actually honestly embrace failure, you will succeed so much faster. People are so afraid of failure. And I think some ways, and I mean, you know, this is my own opinion, but I think that sometimes in our younger school days, elementary school, you're always pushed to succeed, always to get mm-hmm. the A, always mm-hmm. get the A, always get the A. But you know what? And it's like, oh, my God, you can't get an F. You're not allowed to. It's it's like mm-hmm. almost blasphemy. Mm-hmm. But I always believe that, you know what, if you get an F, that shows that you need Some more education, or you might not be—you might not be sharp enough on this point, or you're thinking differently. Not wrong, you're thinking differently. Mm -hmm. So now, does that failure mean a success? But if you embrace that failure and say, you know what, all right, so I screwed up on this one, but I know what I did wrong. There's your success. Exactly, and that's
2: why I think your message, Chris, you know, can go from a teenager to the corporate world because. It's, you know, that attitude that really um, helps uh, people to see that unless you try new things, you're not getting anywhere. Uh, You know, if you stay stuck and I've got to do it perfect. So that's why I think your message is a great uh, message for a a motivational speaker because it's that uh, idea that you just try and you fail and you try again.
3: Exactly. And my manager always tells me, he says, the worst thing in life is fear. Mm-hmm. Fear and I mean him and I will always run back. I'm like ah, I don't fear nothing. Anybody. The worst, the worst thing for anybody is fear. Fear is the downfall. It makes people do bad things. Makes people do things that are unexpected. Mm-hmm. It makes somebody. You know, fear can make somebody become a hermit crab in their own little house.
2: Mm-hmm. You
3: know, fear is a very horrible thing. That I really honestly try as a person, and of course, I'm still human to try to abolish Mm -hmm, out of my mm -hmm. life is fear.
2: I don't fear anything. That doesn't mean I'm not scared, but if Mm -hmm. I don't fear it, Mm -hmm. then you know I think the other thing that that certainly that statement that we've heard over and over and over is, um, you know, it's not the lack of courage, uh, how does that, you've heard that, it's fear is not the lack of courage, it's, uh, the, you know, the doing it anyway it's, is the courage, it's the lack I, of, I, you, I think it's the lack of confidence. Fear is the yeah. lack of, I think it, it's like,
3: fear is the lack of, uh, oh, I, I know uh, what yeah. you're coming from, but I think the last line is it's something about confidence.
2: Yeah, and, uh, even, well, oh, I think it's, even if you fear, it doesn't mean you know that uh, there's a lack of courage a uh, lack of courage right. you're doing it anyway even though you fear ah, oh, we almost got it <laughs> almost we're
3: getting it we're getting it i know it's somewhere we're, in there we're piecing we, you know, the
2: right words and letters together <laughs> well you know um i'm thinking every aspect of your life you keep moving forward trying new things do you do you have any goals that you're imagining going forward? Uh, I... Oh, I
3: always, I mean, every day I always have, I mean, I always have a set of goals. I have a set of long-term goals. I have really? a set of short-term, great. you know, personal personal achievements. If I achieve them, great. Mm-hmm. If I don't, do I really, is the end of my world, you know, is the world going to stop spinning? No. Mm-hmm. Does it make me less of a person? No. Um, you know, I have my, I have you know, my own career goals, where I'd like to be. I, you know, I would definitely like to be, you know, I would like to be known as a good musician, a mm-hmm. quality writer. I would like to write for some films score-wise. You know, I would like to just kind of just mm, see. That would be
2: interesting, yeah. It would be
3: a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I want to see where that leads me. I want to go to the, you know, I would say the the finish line. And what is the finish line? I don't know. But I still right. want to keep going for exactly. it. You know, it's what gets me out in the morning. Up in the morning, out of the house. Right. Um, I want to play with different artists. I have a list of artists that's that neat. I would love to mm-hmm. be able to, play, you know, to actually collaborate with. That would be cool, yeah. You know, but then on the other end, you know, people are like, "Oh, well, what else do you have for your life?" I don't know. I'm going to keep my options hmm. open. I'm just going to keep my eyes open. I'm not going to walk down the street with blinders. Hey, if something comes my way and it looks interesting and it's not going to hurt me physically or professionally, let's give it a
2: whirl. And I bet you have some, you know, those are like the professional goals. I bet you have a few, you know, personal goals as a human being. I could just hear oh, it in yes. everything that you say. What would be one of your most um uh, Well, do you want it like materialistic or do you goals? want
3: it more like I mean, I've got it all the way down to I'd love to have a boat in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I want to because living here in Chicago on one of the beautiful Great Lakes you know, um, I, I you know I can get, get, bring it all the way down to personal um, rewards like, uh, to myself. You know, yeah, I would love personal to have worth. A boat. Exactly.
2: I, I bet you, you have know. some issue of uh, the kind of human being you want to be because I'm hearing it in everything you say. You know, but I just want to be known as a good man. You know, at exactly. the end of the day, if
3: there's a goal that I want, I just want people to know that I'm a good musician, that I'm honest, that I'm I try you know i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not a king i'm not a god i'm not i i don't like the word ever of prodigy or genius mm-hmm. i don't like those words mm-hmm. because i believe that's wrong i just mm-hmm. don't like it mm-hmm. um i just want to be known as a good man a good man that's a great i want goal. to be known as someone that's a lot of fun to be around
2: mm-hmm.
3: i want to be uh, i want to be for especially other little people in the world and being a member of lpa
2: mm-hmm. i want
3: to be i want other people with with disabilities and um you know uh, with, with that have stor- short stature both you know you know mm-hmm. just you don't have to be just a little person anybody with a disability i want you to know that you can look at me and say you know he's going for it, why can't i mhm what you know, nothing's stopping him. You know, I was born with my hands being a diastrophic. My hands d I don't my knuckles and my, my outer parts of my fingers don't bend. I'm mm-hmm. a, they're like solid pieces of wood.
2: Which is really beautiful that you play the piano
3: yeah, so that is that that is the the god given talent. That wow. is the god given I always say it. That's the that's God's gift to me. Because isn't that something? I'm the only person that I know in the world that does it at the level I do it with the with the deformities I have in my hands. Yeah, I mean it unbelievable. is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And it is. And I and people are like, How do you do it? I don't know any different. Mm-hmm. I don't know any different. I was born with this. I just mm-hmm. sat down and we, we started working and I, of course I had wonderful teachers and professors of Hawaii mm-hmm. going up that were not scared. See they weren't fear. They didn't mm-hmm. have fear. they you overadapt, you rewrite parts, you sh- you learn to overcome. The same way I look at it as anything, is doesn't matter what your disability is, if you want to do it, us as humans, we can find a way to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. I just saw the other day on the television set a paraplegic. With it, bungee jumping. Oh my but not like not like uh-huh. in they were in their wheelchair. They oh strike the wheelchair isn't that beautiful? with a yeah. special harness. Strapped Beautiful. the person into the wheelchair,
2: and they pushed him off of bridge. Oh, my. Isn't that, but you isn't see
3: that fabulous? That, yeah. You know, personally, myself, would I throw myself off a bridge on a bungee cord? No. <laughs> but you see, they That's went <laughs> They went to do what they wanted. Right. And they, did, they right. didn't let their disability stop them going, oh, I have to be a perfectly able person to be able yes, to do it. exactly. No, they exactly. experienced it, the same thrill, the same scariness. But their disability didn't stop them. And that is what I'm trying to help and show to people. You go for your dreams. It doesn't matter. You, You know, your dreams are what make you a person. And it's what make us... People on this planet, what makes this earth so wonderful is everybody Everybody has their own individual dreams. Mm-hmm. There's
2: six billion dreams out there. Isn't that, isn't that just a beautiful way to look at it? Well, you know, Chris, I don't want, because uh, we're probably going to be closing soon, I want us yes. to uh, let the audience know again how they can reach you in case anybody calling in at a later time. Please um, spell again your your website sure. so that people can get that.
3: Well, I am on Facebook and on um, my website. You can um, check me out. It's Chris, C H R I S, Arrera, E as an Edward, R R E as an Edward, R A as an Apple, and that's dot com. So it's great. Chris Arrera, one word, no spaces, dot com. Ed has, you can buy, um, you can purchase my album from the site. I am on iTunes. Great, um, great. And you can just check out what's going on with me. I always put up my newest wherever I'm speaking or where I have, usually try to put up small video clips of everything I've done. So I try to keep everybody who's interested involved.
2: Chris uh, I wish I just feel like we could talk forever. I wish <laughs> that we could. We're going to be closing soon. I can't thank you enough for joining me. Uh, it just was such an inspiration and I feel it was such a privilege to have you. Thank well, you so much. Well, on- Louise,
3: honestly, it was an honor to be on your show. Um, I love your message. I think more people need to be out here um plugging this message to people because, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of angst in this world as we can see right. around the world. But one beautiful thing is it's showing that the power of the people and the power of one individual, you know, binding together. The power of masses is what's going to change our
2: world. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. We need to get And it's that- a
3: wonderful time. As much as I say it's a horrible time, it's a wonderful time. You're starting to see people speak out their dreams and right. letting their dreams control it.
2: Uh, and you certainly have contributed today. I hope as many people as possible hear this so they can start to really work on their own dreams. So, Thank you so much again. Uh, thank you, I, I would really love to, um, to perhaps have you at another time. but Anytime you want, I'm at your great. disposal.
3: I had a wonderful time, and uh, thank you, the world and America, for listening to me. And yep. again, Louise, thank you.
2: You're welcome. So, it was my honor. Uh, it, was, it was my privilege. So, um, again, I'll look forward to getting together with you all again next week, um, uh, Tuesday uh, 12 Pacific Time, 2 Central Time, and 3 Eastern Time. And remember, uh, one must have the adventurous daring to accept yourself just as you are and make the most of one's best. So I look forward to uh, hearing you all uh, in uh, in the near future. And uh, any callers who want to ask questions, please call in next week, and we can get some questions answered. Uh, I hope that my audience has really been inspired by Chris. I just think he has such a wonderful message and um, we will um, be looking forward to future guests so we're having all kinds of interesting guests. Uh, next week we're going to have a, uh, a, a an entrepreneur businessman who built his business uh, on Sundays and on weekends and out of his garage and uh, we'll be going forward with some wonderful things. Thank you again. It's been great to have you with me.
1: Thank you again for joining us this week. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, as we bring you more inspirational stories and tips for success on Louise Cohen's Changing Obstacles into New Possibilities. See you then.